You're listening to the Inbound Logistics Podcast with today's guests, Krenar Kamoni, CEO and founder of Tive, and Matthew Lengical, CEO and founder of Forkites. Visibility in a supply chain is critical to any business, but what if you could expand the ability to collect that critical data from multiple platforms, then share it to all stakeholders involved? That optimized coverage is the goal of the open visibility network created by Tive. Krenar Kamoni, CEO and founder of Tive, and Matthew Lengical, CEO and founder of Forkites, sit down with us to explain the benefits of data collaboration across the OBN. Joining us today is Krenar Kamoni, CEO and founder of Tive, and Matthew Lengical, CEO and founder of Forkites. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining the Inbound Logistics Podcast this morning. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, Jeff. It's good to have you both. Uh, listen, uh, before we get started, I just wanted to uh, touch base and see how you guys were doing in light of, uh, of everything that's going on. I hope you guys are safe. Yeah, everything is yeah, good here. Life is good. Life is good. All healthy and safe. And thank you. How about, how about you? Good, good. I'm doing well myself. Thank you so much. And uh, uh, yes, uh, please continue to stay safe. But uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, an issue that's important to, to, I know, our customers, visibility. Uh, technology providers realize that collecting and sharing critical shipment data across different platforms uh, ultimately benefits end consumers of visibility data. Uh, so to optimize visibility for all the customers, uh, particularly using in-transit visibility solutions, Tive has launched the Open Visibility Network. So, Krenar, we'll start with you. Uh, before we get into the Open Visibility Network, can you introduce yourself to our audience and uh, tell us a little bit about your background in the industry and what you're currently doing with Tive. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'll just do a quick intro and then probably Matt too around Forkite. So my name's Kernar Kamoni. I'm the CEO and founder here at Tive. Uh, my background's always been in actually technology, but five years ago I stumbled into logistics and uh, industry. Once I got married, my wife's father, uh, my father-in-law is in trucking business. He's a carrier. He's got a bunch of trucks and realized that Visibility is quite important for him as he was trying to figure out where his truck drivers were. Did they load? Did they unload? Um, and what we do here at Time is pretty straightforward. We provide in transit visibility data and insights using trackers uh, that we've built. So these are single-use trackers. Customers just turn them on, put them on a shipment, and uh, they can get data in real time on where the shipment is anywhere in the globe, regardless of carrier, mode of transportation, but also the condition like how hot, how cold, is it moist, did somebody open the trailer? So we have like sensors, uh, cool sensors for temperature, humidity, and we're pretty excited to be sharing that kind of data with uh, Forkite uh, in this context. We have customers all over the globe, grew 7x last year and growing quite fast. We raised $12 million uh, Series A a couple of months ago, and pretty excited about the future here in 2021. Fantastic. Matthew, how about you? Absolutely. So this is uh, Matt Ilanchikal. I'm the founder and CEO of Forkites, based out of Chicago. Uh, launched Forkites in 2014, late 2014. So uh, we have been in business for almost six years. Uh, my background prior to that, I grew up in the technology space. Uh, started at, uh, working at a company called I2 Technologies. Uh, they became, you know, JDA. Now they're called Blue Yonder. I was in their supply chain transportation optimization practice. Uh, deploying, you know, TMS, transportation management systems for clients globally. And then left I2, JDA in 2010, uh, went to work for Oracle. Uh, similar product line, Oracle Transportation Management, two years there. And it is, you know, through those years, right, that I saw the need for real-time visibility 
my clients who are the large, you know, shippers from the country, Fortune 50. And once a truck leaves their facility, whether it is a plant or a distribution center, they have no idea what is happening. Or they were getting a lot of phone calls, lots of emails, sometimes even fax. And, uh, you know, where's my truck? When can I expect it? So that is a pain point that, you know, I kept on seeing during my professional uh, days. And, yeah, thought there has to be a better way to do this. And a lot of things came together, right, in the 2010 to 2015 timeframe. Uh, the ELD mandate, uh, a lot of pressure from uh, retailers, whether it's OTIF and other fines and penalties, uh, Amazon, right, reinventing the customer experience. So a lot of you know factors came together, and I would say you know we were at the right place at the right time and launched Forkites. So what we do is very simple. We are not a hardware platform. We work with all the hardware manufacturers, whether it is uh, telematics players, uh, you know sensors like Tive, uh, trailer tracking devices. And our goal is to really create a hardware agnostic neutral platform that provides visibility. Uh, we started with in-transit visibility. Now we are getting into visibility into the yards, visibility into the warehouses, and so on and so on. Uh, company, you know, we've been growing at a pretty uh, quick, uh, fast clip. Uh, we are almost 525 people right now globally. Uh, Chicago is the headquarters, and we are backed by, you know, traditional VC firms, Bain Capital, we just announced a Series D this morning, $100 million raise led by Thomas H. Lee and some strategic investors like Zebra, Volvo, Qualcomm. So that is forecast in a nutshell. Congrats on the raise, man. That's huge. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's very cool. Yeah. Now, speaking of a better way to do things, let's get right into it then. And uh, Krenar, I'll start with you then. Uh, tell me, uh, what is this Open Visibility Network? So Open Visibility Network is, I mean, straight way to put it is it's a it's a network uh, where all the players that provide visibility, all the tech providers out there, uh, we can collaborate together so that the end consumer, the customer, can get the the most out of their uh, visibility requirements. So uh, it, when I started the company, um, I started from another way, right? Having the background in technology with hardware decided to build these uh, trackers that go on goods and provide real-time uh, visibility. And what I realized is, as we were going out to customers, consumers, trying to, trying to gain market share, obviously a lot of uh, customers were using various tools, various transportation management systems, various visibility providers. And in order to provide the best and the most accurate data to these customers, realize that in order, the best way to do that is if we all collaborate together. So the point of Open Visibility Network is, like we're doing here with Forkites, if a customer wants to see the data in the Forkites uh, platform, we want to be open about that and not as a hardware provider, as a uh, solutions provider, as a company that provides the data around where the shipments are. We don't want to be um, pushing our customers to a particular platform. And if they want to see the data on the platform, we want to be open about it so we can share that data and they can see it on the forecast. So that's the whole point of uh, Open Visibility Network. We have a lot of use cases. We can talk a little bit about uh, more of them on how we're doing that. But again, the idea here is let's all collaborate together so that a retailer, a shipper, a logistics service provider can get access to that data as fast as possible. Time to market is very critical when it comes to visibility. And instead of rebuilding integrations to transportation management systems, instead of us redoing things, I mean, 
Forkite is connected to thousands of carriers. They're connected to multiple, almost all transportation management systems out there. And if we want to go and do all those integrations, there's no point to do that. And if a customer is already using Forkite, time to market is critical. They need this data. Let's collaborate and let's make it happen. Let's not push visibility to 2022 when we can make it happen today. So that's the purpose of Open Visibility Network. Yeah, now speaking of that collaboration, Matthew, uh, what's your take on OVN? Absolutely. First of all, I wanted to, I wanted to you know comment and thank Kronar for coming up with this concept, right? Open Visibility Network. It is it is it's a very you know novel concept and 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 a lot of respect for you know for doing that. So when we think about visibility, right, a few things that I wanted to highlight. First of all, supply chain management and real-time visibility, it is a team sport, right? I mean, one player cannot do it by themselves because of the fragmentation of the market, right? More than half a million trucking companies. So it has to be a collaborative effort to, make, to provide visibility across the supply chain. Number two is, you know, even with all the devices and technologies out there, because of the high fragmentation, there are visibility gaps, right? For example, if I'm a shipper, I might be using a carrier maybe only, you know, twice a month, right? It doesn't make sense to go and build a heavy integration. It might, it might make sense to just throw a device in there and start tracking because it's the easiest way to do it. So the fragmentation leads to some, you know, some uh, gaps in visibility, which can be solved by using devices like Tile. Second point is the, the definition of visibility itself is changing. So when we started the company back in 2014, you know, it was all about location, 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 right? Where's my truck? But now people are interested in knowing more than where's my truck. They want to know the condition of the, you know, products inside the truck, especially in produce, right? Pharma uh, and perishable, right? Transportation. What is the temperature, right? Was the temperature maintained throughout the journey? Uh, was there any, you know, shock or, you know, anything like that that happened during in transit? So there are so many things that people care about under the concept of visibility uh, than just location. And that's where, you know, companies like Time come into picture where we need to integrate and they have, you know, an awesome device that is capturing all these different things outside of uh, just pure location. And the third is collaboration, right? It's all about sharing data between different parties. Let's say you have a manufacturer, uh, you know, produce, you know, produce manufacturer that is shipping to a retailer. Uh, it's one thing to have the produce manufacturer to know uh, that the shipments were in good condition and the temperature was maintained, but how do you communicate that to the end customer, right, the retailer in this case? And uh, if the retailer is using 10 different manufacturers or 20 different manufacturers, they don't want 20 different emails. You want a platform that aggregates everything, so the end user experience for all the parties, right, it is, it is, it is seamless. So that is where the collaboration makes sense. That's why we are super excited to join the Open Visibility Network. Uh, it, you know, for us, three things. It fills, it, you know, it is filling the gap in the visibility. It is adding us more, giving us more data points outside uh, location, like temperature. And it is helping our clients get better data from their, you know, vendors, from their suppliers in a seamless fashion uh, through one platform, four kites in this case. So, uh, that is, you know, that is why we are super excited uh, to be working with Kronar and team. Great. Uh, Matthew, uh, can you expand on a little bit of that? Because you mentioned uh, integration and data sharing. So uh, how does the data sharing then work between Forkites and Tive? And uh, are you, is it integrated into each participant's own systems? Yeah. So uh, a few different ways. The first one is, 
you know, obviously we have to be integrating with the planning system, like a transportation management system or a warehouse management system or ERP to get the shipment plan, right? What is being transported from point A to point B? And when I see it, when I talk about shipment plan, uh, it, it, it will have information on, you know, what kind of products are inside the, inside the truck, right? The skew level information, uh, any commodity codes that we have, right? So all those information is coming from the source uh, planning systems through an API. So that's where Kranal was mentioning, right? We have integration to all the different systems out there, whether it's SAP or Kribble on the, you know, every, everyone you can, Manhattan, everyone, you know, you can think about. So that gives us, you know, access to an API, the planning information, and also the SKU level data of what is being transported. Then you need to attach, uh, you know, that, uh, that uh, load plan or a truck to a device. So there are multiple ways to do it. Uh, you know, Tive has a lot of different ways by which you can capture the, the device ID. Uh, I think that's a scanning option, right? But, uh, out of, uh, scanning option is possible. You can manually input it. Or if carriers are, uh, you know, inputting that in their dispatch system, they can integrate. So the point is, once you connect a truck to a device, Tive device, then we are connecting, connected to the Tive device through an API to retrieve all the information. So it's all API-based, but there's a lot of coordination happening. That's where you know the integration and the collaboration becomes super critical. Yeah, Krinar, can you uh, expand on that further? And then, uh, if you could, how do mutual customers then view that added visibility data? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Matt nailed it uh, on how the integration works, right? And what we do, think think of a um, of a customer, for instance, a large retailer. They have multiple suppliers who are shipping produce to their retail stores. And they need to know what's happening with those uh, with those shipments, not just location, but also temperature. And as Matt mentioned, there's a lot of carriers that they use to get that those loads. They just need to get those loads there at the retail store. And integrating with all of them, it's it's costly. So what? And on top of that, they need to know the temperature. So what they do is they place the tracker on that load, and that data then flows to Forkite. And then the user, the customer in this case, the retail store, can go to one platform instead of swiveling their chair between three, four, five different platforms, trying to see what's happening with their, with their shipments. <laughs> so that's the, that's the major benefit. The other benefit on our side is maybe if we have customers that are 80%, 90% using trackers, but they want better ETAs, uh, that's where we collaborate with Forkites, trying to uh, have really interesting uh, predictive kind of uh, machine learning-based ETA algorithms that they use and weather information and various other things uh, so we can pull that data for some of our customers from the Forkite engine. So that bilateral integration, integration on both ways is key. Uh, and one example, as I mentioned, on the retail store, uh, the retailer is how they benefit directly from this open visibility network. Otherwise, they're, again, using three, four platforms, and it just doesn't make sense. Right. I could probably mention one more benefit there is as uh, Matt really, you, you nailed it, right? In 2014, 2015, 2016, it was just map, dot, map, dot, where is it, where is it? <laughs> now it's more than that. <laughs> and the yard management system and solutions uh, that, that Matt provides are amazing. And think of if you're trying to manage your yard and you know that out of 10 trucks, 20 trucks that are coming to you, one of them is actually in trouble because the reefer broke down or the temperature is not set correctly, and you want to prioritize that because if you keep that for a few more hours, that shipment is going to go go bad. 
So that's a huge thing. Uh, having this data going into forecasts, forecasts now can make decisions and help the yard managers and everybody uh, in the planning side to pull truck number five into first row and get them into the yard ASAP and unload because of because of the temperature challenges that truck is having. So that's the other benefit that uh, we we working together with Forkites we can provide to their customers. Right. Kunar, I'll, I'll send this to you then. Uh, it certainly sounds uh, like a, a more efficient uh, system where there's a single dashboard or a single platform. There were so many challenges already in 2020. With many more challenges uh, on the horizon, how is uh, OVN going to advance visibility for, uh, for everybody moving forward? I think we touched a little bit upon this. Uh, I believe that not, there's many things, but the, the first one is time to market. And it's getting data as fast as possible so we can do these secondary or tertiary applications that we need to work on to make the overall supply chains more efficient. Like the planning, like supply chain management that Matt touched upon. And instead of, we're in 2021 here, why go back to the basics again of 2015 and 2016 and 2017 when many tech providers, including us and including Forkites, were doing a really good job uh, at providing this data, and Forkites has done an amazing job at connecting with all the carriers globally to get telematics data, any of the to vessels, to trucks, to airplanes. And if we collaborate together, that customer A, B, C can solve the visibility data problem immediately and not start from scratch. So visibility, that, that's what OVN does. Um, it essentially democratizes visibility data so we can start focusing on better things and making the world a little bit of a better place and more efficient place. <laughs> that's, that's how I look at it. <laughs> it's a, a good positive outlook. Matthew, how about you? You want to jump in there? Yeah, absolutely. So the way we think about it is, you know, to solve the supply chain visibility problem, uh, you have to have a dense network, right? The network has to be dense. Uh, otherwise, you know, you can go and, you know, onboard carriers from, from scratch. Nobody wants to do that. So in our case, we have done the heavy lifting of creating the dense network. Now, you know, we are all about solving specific use cases. Now, you ask, you know, how is supply chain visibility going to change, right, in 2022, 2021? The use cases are evolving, you know, at a much faster pace than providers can keep up with. So a good example. Uh, you know, we have uh, one of the top five pharma uh, distributors in the country, uh, so they use a lot of drop trailers in their yard, uh, you know, to manage their uh, transportation. Now there are cases where these trailers are already loaded with medical supplies, right? It could be a vaccine, it could be something else that has to be kept at a very specific temperature, and the trailer is sitting in the yard waiting for the truck to come and pull it up and take it away, right? So it becomes super critical to know what is the temperature of the trailer at any given time. And is a you know is a trailer kept at the right temperature, right? So that so the pharma products are you know are not spoiled. Now, if you can imagine real life use case, let's say this truck full of you know vaccines are going to Walgreens or a CVS or a, you know multiple Walgreens or CVS locations. Imagine if you are able to capture any temperature deviation when the trailer is sitting in the yard versus when the trailer reaches the Walgreens and they open it up and it is spoiled, right? This could be life-saving, depending on when you capture it. 
So that is one use case where, where you know, where it's super critical to have this information at your fingertips, right, at the right time, at the right place. And when customers come to forecast with that use case, the obvious question is, what do we do, right? Should we go and create a device on our own? Uh, that's one option. Or should we go and partner with somebody who is already doing a great job, right, who specializes in creating these devices? And, you know, uh, I would say option two is better, right, for everyone. It keeps us focused on what we do the best. It keeps us focused on what time does best. And it is adding value, bringing value to the customers on day one, rather than us going and investing, you know, millions of dollars trying to create a device, which will never be as good as time device, right? And it might take years to do it. So it's all about time to value, right? Speed to market, like Hanar said, solving real business problems. And really the willingness to collaborate, right? Knowing that, this is a team sport. I keep going back to that, right? You cannot solve everything on yeah. your own. So that is, that's the way we look at it. Now, you were talked about uh, added value. Uh, is there any additional value uh, that you see anticipate from the Open Visibility Network, particularly to customer relationships? Uh, Matthew, you want to take that first? Yeah, absolutely. A lot of, lot, of, you know, lot of value that we see here. I think the first one is the end customer experience, right? If you are a shipper to a retailer, and if you are working in the customer service department of this you know, manufacturer, uh, you'll be getting a lot of calls from the retailers asking, hey, what is the status of this PO, right? Is it shipped? Is it ready? Uh, is, if it is in transit, what's the ETA? So imagine just you know, fielding phone calls every day, you know, asking, hey, what's happening? Now, with the solution like Open Visibility Network and the integration and the forecast platform, right, you don't have to answer phone calls. The customer, the end customer, the retailer can proactively see what are the exceptions that are in the supply chain that are going to happen in the supply chain? Even better, the manufacturer can proactively push an email, right, saying, hey, this is going to be delayed. Uh, and, and, you know, uh, that enhances the customer experience. So real-life example, we have a, uh, we have a, a distributor. Uh, their customer satisfaction score went up by eight points just because they started proactively telling them, hey, we are going to be delayed. Right. Before that, it was always uh, the end customer calling them and saying, hey, you're delayed. What the heck is going on? Just by reversing the role, saying, hey, we are pro pro by proactively letting them know we are going to be delayed, the customer SAT score went up by eight points. So just, just a minor tweak in communication. Right. So that is one example. Second is a lot of fines and penalties. Right. I mean, customers are wanting to run a lean supply chain. And many times, if you're a retailer, you are forcing the suppliers to show up on a very specific time period, right? If it's a produce, you have like a two-hour window to show up. Don't show up early. Don't show up late. And if you show up early or late, it's going to cost you almost 3% of your cost of goods sold. So imagine, right, having the ability to really pinpoint the arrival time. And if you're going to be arriving early or late, uh, ability to proactively change the appointment times, right? So that way... Every, every party is, you know, on the same page, uh, minimizing the fines and penalties. That is another, you know, and also even the dwell times, right? That's another, another big one. The third and the final one I would like to highlight is just the productivity of the drivers. We all know there's a driver shortage in this country, right? There are not enough drivers. Nobody wants to be a driver. And the biggest pain point is it is not just matching a driver with a freight, right? That is not the problem. The biggest problem in the industry is drivers are getting stuck at locations. We, you know, if you if you are following all these load boards and all the public, you know, Facebook channels, you can see that there are drivers that end up waiting for days to get unloaded or loaded. 
the shop, the product is not ready, right? And why is that? It is because nobody knows, right, when the driver is going to show up and they're not proactively prepared for the driver's arrival with the product to be loaded and unloaded. So this proactive communication can make drivers productive, right? Imagine drivers showing up, right? Uh, things are ready to be loaded, they're loaded, get out. That is, you know, adding to a trucker's bottom line, right? I mean, so those are the key benefits that we see in having a collaborative platform and collaboration between different parties like Taiwan Forex. Krunar, how about you? Yeah, I can't consider better. And I think a couple of things. One is collaboration between us, then also creates better collaboration with uh, shippers and their customers. Like Matt mentioned, uh, if if you think of um, if, if if those gaps that Matt mentioned, right, around some of the carriers, some of the trucks and integrations that are costly, imagine you have 60, 70, 80% visibility with, uh, with ELD and telematics, you're doing a great job. But then that 20%, you don't know where it is and customers asking you where those loads are. How do you increase now that eight point that you just increased could, could potentially go down. So the whole point of open visibility network and collaborating together is how do we make sure that they know where 100% of their shipments are all the time. And collaborating together, we make that happen. And then the customer is getting the best, um, the benefit of this. The second thing I would say on the truck uh, kind of shortage and the driver shortage, I mean, this is more of a dream, Matt. I don't know if we're going to ever achieve it. Like you said, matching loads and doing things, it's easy. We can put a truck uh, driver on a truck to move something, but then they have to come back. And there's so many empty miles happening. And what Matt's done, for instance, with Lando Lakes and Coca-Cola, which is public, it's amazing, right? On, on lane collaboration and, and connecting between uh, shipments that are going back from Coca-Cola to Lando Lakes or Lando Lakes to Coca-Cola and using those same drivers to move each other's loads and less empty miles. But imagine if you knew you had visibility around where all the shipments are in the globe. You could increase efficiency of the entire supply chain tremendously. And the fragmentation is there. There's more than half a million over 750,000 carriers here in the United States. There's many vessels around the globe. There's hundreds of millions of, of uh, shipments of containers that are happening globally and billions of shipments that are happening globally with large truckloads. How do you, if we knew where everything is, we could make the driver shortage problem disappear. Obviously, that's not possible right now, but through Open Visibility Network, I think it's just one step towards that. Um, and the only way that we're going to be able to do that is through team sports, as Matt said. There's no, n- none of us alone are, is going to be able to achieve that. But if we collaborate together, I think uh, the, wor- the world is going to get a little bit more efficient and we can get uh, problems like driver shortage and other things out of the way. So well, well pointed out. Well, to that end then, Krenar, uh, is this then the beginning of how the world will be operating in terms of visibility? And uh, and then do you see more collaborations happening in the future? I This is how I look at this, right? And probably Matt would love to hear your thoughts too on this. This is where we're going. This is the beginning. Yes, it's stepped towards this. I see definitely more collaborations happening in the future. But just put like a mindset and ask, What's the alternative? And it's really difficult to find an alternative that actually makes sense. You kind of go back to the silos, you go back to the data silos, 
uh, mentality again. And that doesn't make sense for, for the world to move forward. So I think this is inevitable and this is the first step towards um, making visibility uh, possible globally and getting to, to, to make the whole supply chains across globally more efficient as we're all dream to, to make happen. So yeah, that, Matt, what do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I think this is just a beginning. And, you know, um, one thing we always, always think about is what is the art of the possible, right? So right now we are, we are sharing data uh, to have better ETA and type, to have better data points and forecasts, uh, fill the gaps. But think about the, the, the collaboration, right, that is possible at a network level. Uh, a good example is, let's say there is a, there is a you know, perishable uh, product that is being transported. And uh, let's say, you know, the temperature has to be maintained, right, at a certain range, within a certain range. And if it goes outside that range for an hour, the product is going to be lost, right? It's going to be spoiled. Imagine the ability to identify, right, that exception and uh, the ability to reroute that truck to a nearby cold storage. It could be an AmeriCold, US cold, or lineage, right? Uh, you're talking about saving that, you know, saving that $100,000 worth of products in a truck. Uh, and, and that is powerful. And when you think about it, right, you're bringing the shipper, the receiver, a warehouse operator, and two technology providers, Taiwan and Forkite, right, all together on one platform make a collaborative decision. So I think those are the use cases that we are excited about right, in the future. And uh, so thinking about all those things, all the different possibilities, yes, this is just the beginning. Um, you know, we're just getting started and, uh, and I'm sure the industry will drive us forward by telling us, you know, what are the pain points and what we can solve in a collaborative fashion. Gentlemen, some fantastic insights today, uh, optimistic and uh, very promising. So, uh, Matthew, where can the audience go for uh, more information from Forkites? Yeah, forkites.com uh, is where, you know, where we live in the online domain. Uh, you can reach out to me, Matthew at forkites.com. It is Matthew with one T, M-A-T-H-A-W. Or if you want to, you know, reach out to our sales team, sales at forkites.com. Uh, but uh, please, yeah, um, you know, we are on social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, or just domain forecast.com. Excellent. And Kunar, the last word from you, sir. Yeah, uh, same. I mean, just want to add one thing on Matt's side here. Uh, that's a perfect example on the cold storage. And also, if you have multiple retail stores, you could, like, between Utah or Chicago, or you can say, well, let's deliver that load right now to Utah because we can just use it right now. So there's so many possibilities and pretty excited for us. Very easy. T-I-V-E, Tive.com. Uh, my name Krenar, K-R-E-N-A-R, at Tive.com or uh, sales at Tive.com and all social media, of course. But Jeff, thank you so much for, uh, for making this happen. Excellent, gentlemen. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, Open Visibility Network. Uh, all that information and links will be in the show notes. So if you want to go there, you'll be able to click directly. Uh, Krenar, Matthew, thank you so much for your time. Continue to stay safe and best of luck to Four Kites and to Tive and to the Open Visibility Network. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Ben. Inbound Logistics Magazine is the information leader in supply chain and logistics management. Start your free print and digital subscription today by visiting bit.ly slash get il. That's bit.ly slash get
get underscore IL and stay ahead of the 3PL game. The Inbound Logistics Podcast is a production of Inbound Logistics Magazine. For the most in-depth information around logistics, transportation, and supply chain practices, get your free print and digital subscription at inboundlogistics.com slash subscribe. Connect with us via LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube for the most current developments in the industry. If you'd like to leave us some feedback or have a topic you'd like to see covered in a future episode, call our dialogue line at 888-878-3247 or leave us an email at podcast at inboundlogistics.com. I'm your host, Jeff Vita. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time here on the Inbound Logistics Podcast.